Welcome to the Bethel Church Podcast. Each week you'll be able to check in for our messages from Sunday and other material. We hope that our messages encourage you in your walk in daily faith with Jesus. Make sure to check out our website, BethelStratford.org. morning we're continuing our series on Advent. We're talking about joy. And so I have a story just to read to you. A man, his wife, and his mother-in-law went on vacation to the Holy Land. And while they were there, the mother-in-law passed away. The undertaker told them, you can have her shipped home for $5,000 or you can bury her here in the Holy Land for $150. The man thought about it and he told them that he'd have her shipped home. The undertaker asked, why would you spend $5,000 to ship your mother-in-law home when it would be wonderful to be buried here and spend only $150? The man replied, a man died here 2,000 years ago, was buried here, and three days later, he rose from the dead. I can't take that chance. Sometimes joy means laughter. And just for the record, I have an incredible mother-in-law who sometimes watches these services. But because she's incredible, we have a great relationship. I have no problem reading that. But when I heard that joke, I thought, you know what? I got to share that with you guys because sometimes joy just means laughter. And as we talk about joy, I just want you to leave here encouraged this morning. I want you to leave here laughing. I want you to leave here with a sense of God's presence in your life. Philippians 4, 4 verse 4 and 5 says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Can you say the word rejoice? When was the last time you rejoiced in your life? When was the last time you gave excitement in your life? As we celebrate the joy of Christ becoming, coming to earth, we have to remember that when he came to earth, there was joy. The candle is also known. You see that it's, it's a pink candle. It's not that we ran out of purple candles. Somebody already asked me that. But the joy candle is set apart. It's different. The joy candle is also known as the shepherd's candle to highlight the joy the shepherds experience when they receive the good news of Christ's birth. See, people have wondered why the candle is pink, and many have given different reasons for the candle to be pink. Um, where priests would wear pink vestments to the point where parents would eagerly, waiting the joy of a child, would paint a room pink. But the rose color, the pink color, was rooted in something known as the, I'm going to mess this up, but get it Christmas, or the get it Sunday. It's a Sunday to bring joy, and it literally means to rejoice. 
to rejoice. I believe that we need laughter and joy in our lives. We need happiness in our lives. As Annette talked about it, the last couple years it's been hard. But I think some of us, we need to bring joy back into our lives. And I agree with Jason where sometimes maybe we just need to ask the Holy Spirit for joy. I also believe we need to talk about things other than COVID. Do you know there's other things in your life than COVID? Do you know you and I can have a conversation and not talk about COVID? How's your family? How are you? What are you planning on doing this Christmas? And I don't want your first thought to be like, well, I'm not sure what I'm allowed now. No, what are you doing for Christmas? You can still celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. You can still celebrate Christmas. You can still be joyful. And sometimes joy is a choice. Can I tell you something as I was preparing for this Sunday, for this message? This week, I have, the last few months, I have been sleeping great. I've had energy. I've been joyful. It's been fun. I barely slept this week for some reason. It was frustrating. It was a challenging week. But do you know that I can still choose joy every day? Well, Chad, it's not that easy. I never said it was. But you can still choose joy. There's so much more to life, and we need to share joy with each other. Luke 2, verse 10, this is when the angel shows up to the shepherds, and he says, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which is to just some people. like in the bells. <laughs> it's like the angels are correcting me. That's not what we said. <laughs> because what they said was good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Can you say the word all? all. I want you to understand that all includes you. All includes me. Great joy to all people. So I have a question for you. Here's my question. What's one time you remember feeling joyful? What's one time you remember feeling joyful? Do you remember? Do you remember? Share it with the person beside you for a moment. Share your moment of feeling joyful. See, here's what I notice every time I have you share joy with each other or tell somebody something that made you happy. You begin to hear laughter through the room because joy is contagious. Joy is contagious. See, days that you might feel joyful, I remember my wedding day, the day that my children were born, I remember the day I bought my first house. I remember this summer when we bought our, we call it our forever home. So we're not leaving. If you don't like us, we apologize, but we're staying. (laughs) 
When we receive something that causes true joy, we want to tell people about it. You want to share it. So I have another question for you. When was the last time you laughed? Now, hear me. I'm putting some, I want to understand what I mean by laughed. I don't mean giggled. Or everyone else was laughing so you felt you should laugh. I mean, when was the last time you belly laughed? Right? Do you know what I'm talking about? You know, like a belly laugh? You know what I'm talking about? Where it's more of like a, <laughs> that, was, that was funny. You got to laugh because Chad thinks he told a joke. <laughs> like you belly laughed. I like when I get together with some really close friends and we're able to just kind of relax and laugh. You ever laughed so hard you cried? Right? Anybody? Now, you don't have to raise your hand, but you ever laughed so hard you peed? You don't, have to, you don't have to raise your hand. When joy comes, it bubbles up inside of us, and it wants to come out. Jesus says in John 15, 11, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. See, Jesus just finished finished teaching about being the vine and how we need to be connected to him. And if we're connected to him, we will produce fruit. See, When we connect to him, we will bear fruit, and it actually tells us that we will, so it just happens. And as Jason said, joy is the fruit of the Spirit. So if you're connected to Jesus, you will produce fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, and one of those is joy. Look at the next two verses. John 15, 12, and 13 says, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. I want to piece this together for you the way I read it. That your joy may be complete. Your joy may be full. Love each other. Love each other. I don't remember which one, but the Hoyles talked about how We can serve one another. And joy comes into that. And it actually brings, a lot of times, it brings more joy to the person serving than the one that's receiving. If you're like, Chad, I just have a hard time having joy in my life right now. Find somewhere to serve. Bless a neighbor. Serve a neighbor. Love a neighbor. And watch joy come into your life. When we look beyond ourselves, we find joy. When we look beyond ourselves, that's where joy is. And Jesus says, I have told you these things that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. With this joy, we love each other. Our love for each other should bring joy. It should bring joy in our lives and other people's lives. Now, here's an encouragement. Hang out with somebody who makes you laugh. Hang out with somebody who makes you laugh. Bring laughter into somebody else's life. 
Because here's what Proverbs tells us, 17:22. A merry heart does good, like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. A merry heart does good like medicine. Right? I feel like I'm getting a lot of amens this morning. They're just not amens. And here's the fun part for me. I didn't ask for these cues, but it's making you laugh. That's all that matters to me is there's joy in the room. A merry heart does good, like medicine. Do you know that Mary Poppins had it right? A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Do you know that laughter helps you get through life? A lot of times, you have a choice. You can get angry, you can cry, or you can laugh. I actually just thought of it now, and I really wish I found the photo, and I should have brought the photo. But I will post this photo online just for you later today. I remember when Emma was a baby. Melissa picked her up, and I don't know if it was just after she ate or what, but we should have known better. And Melissa lifted her up over her head. Everybody knows already. And Emma thanked her for all of her food. <laughs> so we had a choice. We could get mad. We could get upset. Or we could take a picture to remember it forever. <laughs> Laughter helps. When someone is broken, they are dry, and they need your encouragement. They need your love. They need you to bring joy to them. See, the meaning of joy, the dictionary says this, a feeling of great happiness. Right? We can agree with that. Joy is a feeling of great happiness. And then the second is this, a source or cause of great happiness. Something or someone that gives joy to someone. Do you know that you could be the first someone? You could bring or give joy to people? A lot of times, we're looking for people to bring joy to us. But we're in the season where we understand it's better to give than to receive. Give joy into people's lives. Cause a great happiness. I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. I call him Flamingo. I'm very creative. See, our small group, Pastor Charles spoke a few weeks ago in a different series, and he talked about the importance of transformation in our lives. And so in our small group, we started talking about transformation. And we actually started talking about the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, and we started talking about you know, the new year is coming. So a lot of people make New Year's resolutions, or if you're against resolutions but you make goals, they're just the same thing. We set goals for the new year. We're going to be better. We're going to be stronger. We're going to be healthier. We're going to be whatever it is. So we asked the question, what fruit of the Spirit do you want to see your life grow in? 
And so everybody started listing off different things. And I listed off joy. I just don't laugh like I used to. I, don't, I take things too seriously. And so I want to bring joy back into my life. And I want to laugh more. And I know sometimes you're like, Chad, we don't think you're serious at all. No, I'm actually way more serious than I used to be. I just want to laugh. So we meet on Wednesday nights, and all of a sudden, on Sunday morning, I walk into church, and somebody from my small group walks up and hands me this guy. Flamingo helps me laugh. Say hi. See, you got to be careful because he repeats everything. See, you guys keep laughing. He'll keep laughing. And you'll never laugh alone again. And what's fun, he'll repeat it. It gets distracting. But what's fun is everybody has a different voice and he says it differently. And some of you might be sitting here going, Chad, that's the dumbest toy I've ever seen in my life. But you saw how it immediately made some of you laugh. And the fun part is my family goes to bed before me, but I never laugh by myself. (laughs) And now Melissa's going, does he seriously sit with that and laugh? (laughs) You'll never know. Laughter, joy, a feeling of great happiness, a source or cause of great happiness, something or someone that gives joy to someone. When I have, when you have joy, we can be a source of joy for others. Flamingo laughs with me. So whether you want to laugh or not, I'm not alone. This guy reminds me of why it's so important to do life with others. It reminds me of why you should join a small group. And this isn't a small group announcement, but it is. When I told my small group I just wanted joy in my life, I wasn't expecting any one of them to do anything. Except maybe the next week go, hey, Chad, have you had a little more joy in your life? To hold each other, not accountable in a guilty way, but to encourage one another and lift each other up. There's almost not a small group night where he doesn't make an appearance. Because like me, most of us need a little joy in our lives. And when joy comes into my life, my desire. I believe what God has actually asked us all to do is bring joy into other people's lives and make them happy. I encourage you in the new year when we start small groups to join one because having people do life with you is what will strengthen you. 
See, the second definition of joy is something or someone that gives joy to someone. Are you, do you give joy to someone else? Do you give joy to someone else? When you walk into a room, do you bring joy? John 1, 4 to 5 says this. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness could not comprehend it. We bring life into people's lives. We bring light into the darkness. We bring joy into dark places. In Christ is life. In Christ is hope. In Christ is peace. And in Christ is joy. When we bring hope, peace, and joy into people's lives... They won't know what to do with it. But we will open their hearts and eyes to Jesus Christ. Matthew 5, 13 says, Let me tell you why you are here. This is the Message Bible. Let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be be salt seasonings that bring out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? We are to bring out the God flavors. We are to bring out a different flavor in this world. And if we lose our saltiness, if we lose our hope, our peace, our love, our joy, how will people know what godliness is? I love how it goes on farther in verse 14 and 16. Again, the message version, just because of how simple it says it. Here's Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this. As public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. Chad, I'm not sure how to, how to shine. Well, luckily it tells us. Keep an open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. His, this generous Father in heaven. Be a light. Keep your house open. Be hospitable. Be a neighbor. Invite people in. Laugh together. Pray together. Be generous with your life. Give others your time. Open to others will cause them to open to Jesus. Being open to others will cause them to be open to Jesus. God is for you. 
You can be a light. John 15, 16 says, I choose, I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. God has appointed you. Just say that God has appointed me. Like you believe it. God has appointed me. Right where you are, right at your job, right in your neighborhood, right in your family, to be a light for him to bring God flavors and colors, to bring joy into the darkness. Now it's up to us to go and be his flavor and his color. So go and bring joy of the Lord wherever you go. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the joy that you have brought to our lives. Father, help us to connect with you. Remind us every day that you are our source. You are our hope. You are our peace. You are our joy. And Father, help us to bring your flavor and color into others' lives. Help us to laugh with them and encourage them and welcome them into our lives so that our openness to them will cause them to be open to you. Guide us and lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Just a reminder this morning, if you were picking kids up from our kids program, I am going to ask you to go out the center door so you can line up in the hallway. For everybody else and parents, go and bring joy to others in your lives. God bless you. Have a great week. Thanks for checking out this week's message, Bethel Church Podcast. We hope that it's blessed you and encouraged you, and that you come back and check out next week's message as well. 